ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Neighbors Livecast. I'm Super Dave, aka Grandpa McBeardsley. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we got a great show for you today, man. I'm really excited. We have a good friend of the show with us today. Uh, the last time she was here, well, since the last time uh, she appeared on the show, she did a interview chronicling her journey of living selfish free and whole plant exclusive. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. <laughs> all right. And that interview went viral and has been picked up by uh, news stations, blogs, and podcasts across the country. She also, as if that wasn't enough, she also wrote two books. <laughs> started a master class and all this is on top of all the awesome things she already does uh the just her getaways the the uh eating for your life uh uh uh, uh, uh the abundance is my birthright all the just all the awesomeness that she is ladies and gentlemen the incomparable Yvonne is with us and we're so happy to have her here how are you Oh my goodness, I'm doing wonderful, 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 Dave. That's How good. are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing well, man. Happy to be here and happy to have you here with us today. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So let's get the pleasantries out of the way. How was your week? How was your wonderful, wonderful, wonderful? But um, uh, I got to bring us in. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so, uh, Yvonne. <laughs> Um, wrote a, uh, a, a, a update to our jingle, uh, to our uh, theme song, and she uh, killed the last time she was here, and uh, we have to have her do it again just because she's here, and why not? Let's... <laughs> All right. You're watching and listening to Neighborish Life, hoping you're grooving to when you're feeling this vibe. Make sure that you're tuning in, come along for this ride. On neighborish life, on neighborish life, you're watching and listening to neighborish life. Hoping you're tuning in and you're feeling this vibe. Make sure that you're tuning in, come along for this ride. On neighborish life, on neighborish life. That's dope. That's dope. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I still have to, uh, well, you sent me the audio, but I want to, I'm going to record it, record it. So yes, we, can, yeah, we have to. The, uh, yeah, the official thingamajig there. So um, <laughs> before we get into all the awesome, amazing things that you've been doing, uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm really interested in talking about um, this interview because you're a superstar now. Oh, and I got to get an autograph from you before you leave here. But um, Thank you, Dave. <laughs> definitely. But I do want to talk about a few things going on in the city and the country in the world. Um, I want to start by saying um, this evening, for the first time ever, we're doing a very special episode of Neighborish at seven o'clock and um, uh, featuring none other than, uh, than Jason. He went off to do some things, but he came back for this uh, very special moment. And um, so basically he called me last night and was like, we got to do a show tomorrow. I'm like, I'm already doing a show tomorrow. Yvonne's coming on, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> He's like, no, no, we got to do one at seven o'clock in the evening. And I'm like, I don't do shows at seven o'clock in the evening because I work Sunday night. So after I do the show Monday, I sleep the rest of the day. Yeah. He's like, we got to do it. And when he told me why, um, I, I, when I agreed to do it. Uh, so basically, 
uh, on social media um, over the last week or so, uh, DC council member Trayon White and um, the brother Malcolm, who's known as Ock, who owns uh, City Beats, uh, the clothing store uh, on MLK and Malcolm X, um, they had a, a, a public disagreement over social media. And uh, while they're the, both upstanding guys and the type who can have disagreements and, and not, uh, you know, let it escalate to uh, po a point beyond return, basically, um, some people were still taking it in a, in, a, in a certain direction. And so seeing that and being friends with both of them, Jason uh, contacted them and had them agree to come on and, and, and talk out the issue. Um, like men and kind of give, a, um, you know, uh, an example to the young people of how we can have differences and agree to disagree and still be cool. And so it's, it's such a powerful message and something that needs to be done. I'm really excited about it. So tonight at seven o'clock, y'all check us out. We'll be back um, actually in the Nubian Human. I, I have the background of the Nubian Human up, but Jay set it up for us to be in there. Uh, for one night only. I appreciate that. So uh, it, it should be interesting and powerful and, and something that's necessary. So if you have time tonight, seven o'clock, check us out. Um, yeah, it should, it should be awesome. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, something I know um, you wanted to talk about, Yvonne, uh, and I wanted to, um, to mention to everyone, if I say the name Angela Hill, most people in this area probably wouldn't know who I was talking about. But Every day, thousands of DMV residents, uh, you know, passed her or saw her under the 295 overpass uh, at the entrance to the Sousa Bridge. In fact, she uh, had over the years become affectionately known as the lady under the bridge. And um, those with a caring enough heart or courageous enough spirit would even venture out to talk to her, you know, to strike up conversations and bring her food and toiletries and other necessities. Um, and just got to know her as a staple of the area because she was always there. Um, so unfortunately, last week, uh, Miss Hill passed away due to the, uh, the, the frigid temperatures uh, that the DMV went through. And um, I, I saw a story, um, I was telling Yvonne, I saw a story and I found it on um, uh, USA 9. And uh, it was really well done. They had talked to her family and talked about, you know, um, just mental illness as a whole. And uh, just um, some of the things that she was suffering with and battling with within herself, uh, how they had made attempts to, because she did have family that stayed right in Southeast that was, you know, not far from where she was. Um, and they had made attempts to get her to, you know, come and stay with them and things of that nature. But she felt like her place was where she was. And I mean, you know, when you find her place in this life, it's, you know, hard for anybody to dispute that. So they just resolved to doing the same thing that people would do. They would come and talk to her, check on her, make, she's make sure she was okay, bring her things and stuff like that. And I know Yvonne, you say you've also, you know, done that from time to time. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a tragic loss, um, especially in that way. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I know you were saying that um, it, it touched you immensely, right? Her passing. Oh my God. Gosh, um, when I used to live out there, mm -hmm. uh, I would visit with Angela and I would bring different things to Angela. I've been diagnosed with the mental illnesses that I've been diagnosed with, mm -hmm. which is um, PTSD, bipolar disorder depression and anxiety 
long before I had been diagnosed with these mental illnesses, I knew that something wasn't right, but I didn't know what. Mm -hmm. Um, I have mental, I have family members Mm -hmm. who have been diagnosed with various mental illnesses as well. So I'm not new to the subject. I'm not new to the topics. Right. When I would go and uh, visit with Angela, um, I remember as the years have progressed, particularly after I did get diagnosed with these mental illnesses, um, as I was telling you, mm-hmm. as I've been coming closer and closer to a time frame of finishing raising my children. And um, this year I've been a mother for 25 years, a single mom for most of those, of that time frame. two girls now 25 and about to be 18 this Sunday. Um, I know, right? It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but as I was telling you, I would think about what relevancy I will have after I am done raising children. And because I knew and I know about these mental illnesses that I've been battling for well over 20 years myself, Mm -hmm. and I would think and ponder what's next for me. And sometimes um my daughter would feel disheartened over like the last five years because sometimes I would say I don't know what's next for me you know I might wind up outside you know just finding my peace under a bridge and the thing that stood out to me when I would go and visit with Angela was that there seems to be some sort of peace in spite of. That touched me, that stood out to me. When I found out last week that she passed away, um, something that I was able to remember is that she touched lives in so many different ways that she may never be aware of. Right. But she certainly touched mine. Um, she reminded me to think about how can I address what I've been diagnosed with. And I'm grateful because that's what I've been doing. And um, and I'm an advocate and have been for years now, even before I got diagnosed, but particularly since I've been diagnosed. Um, for those that are diagnosed as well with mental illnesses or not, or don't know. Right. Um, I'm an advocate for trying to help people understand that we're not alone. We're not by ourselves. And I knew Angela wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. I knew that I could tell Mm -hmm. even before I heard the news uh, last week 
I, I just knew from when I would go visit her, I could feel love. Mm -hmm. I could feel it. Um, I just knew it. And I want people to know that we're not alone. We're not alone. Um, whether you've been diagnosed or you haven't been diagnosed, you're experiencing whatever types of um, ailments, thoughts you're having, things of that nature, you're not alone. Um, I have to remind myself I'm not alone. Mental illness and addiction, because I'm a refined food addict and overeater in recovery. What I've been learning is those things, they thrive in isolation. So I have to remind myself I am not alone, no matter how much I feel like it, because my brain sometimes tries to lie to me and tell me that I am alone, yeah. that nobody cares. And I remind myself that's not true. It's not at all. And I, man, real quick, I just want to thank you so much for, for talking and um, expressing yourself through, you know, the, the grief and the angst that comes with dealing with, you know, losing with mourning. And um, it's, it's so powerful and um, so empowering to see someone do that and understand that uh, it's, it's such an amazing metaphor for through all of that, you go on, you know, you yeah. continue. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, we, and, and we each figure out our individual different ways. Angela figured out hers. I'm figuring out mine. We each figure out our individual different ways. Um, I do want to make sure that people know that there are people out here, professionals that want to help us. Um, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, its uh, acronym is NAMI, N-A-M-I. Uh, they are a phenomenal resource, a free resource, a confidential resource to help people like myself who are in crisis, who have been going through crisis, who go through crisis sometimes, their number is, their helpline is 1-800-950-6264. That number, someone is there Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But 24 seven, you can always text N-A-M-I to 741-741 at any time and be able to get confidential free crisis counseling. Um, so yeah, we're not alone. Yeah, yeah we're not alone. Again. Yeah, yeah. And, um, the, and what you said about, uh, you know, her finding her peace and, and um, people not understanding, like, like I said, her family was trying to, you know, get her to, you know, um, I guess, uh, live more of what they thought was a normal life or, but I mean, you know, normal is of course subjective, but, uh, when somebody decides where their peace is, you yeah. know, sometimes it's hard to, uh, to, um, reconcile that with your idea of what it should be. But I mean, you gotta let people live their life. And you know what? I, I got a chance to watch an interview that her niece did earlier mm -hmm. today it, okay. I don't know when it happened maybe yesterday or a few days ago but I watched it this morning okay. and um, her niece was talking about um, how her family had grown to accept right. that for her own personal reasons that they're not interested in in sharing with everyone and they don't need to either right yeah that yeah. you know that she mm -hmm. that they found peace as much as they could mm. with recognizing that that is where she wanted to be. Right, right. And, um, and, and like you said, you know, 
we all we all have to figure out for ourselves mm -hmm. um where our individual where we can find our peace mm -hmm. and where we are most peaceful at in whatever space physically mentally emotionally spiritually mm -hmm. um they they're individual journeys um right. she certainly touched my life i'll always be grateful for her Definitely. for sure mm -hmm. rest in power angela hill for sure Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, you know, in interacting with you, um, I feel like, and um, it's, I was just thinking when I was uh, thinking about this, uh, asking you this question of how interesting, like, um, perception is, because what I was about to say is, um, in, in anytime I talk to you, I always get a vibe from you that you have kind of mastered that, um, that aspect of it, of, um, of uh, recognizing your personal journey to peace and where you are always seems like a such i know it's uh you know that i, I wonder how one day at a time right right yeah yeah but uh but yeah. it, but you exude that so much and it's, so i was gonna um say you know um do you have a process to keep you kind of in that place or yeah, uh, yeah. actually um my newest ebook that i just wrote let go or be dragged learning the healing art of letting go <laughs> yeah, yeah. um i dropped it on national black love day because of uh, why not <laughs> okay we black and we love ourselves okay yeah, yeah. on february the 13th that's national black love day and that is when i dropped my newest ebook let go or be dragged learning the healing art of letting go and in that book i talk about my struggles and my triumphs and my realizations within my life and on my life journey thus far. And I also talk about an eight step process that I created to the acronym of self-care that has been allowing me to successfully learn how to find this peace that surpasses all understanding that has been successfully and sustainably helping me learn how to embrace the art of the sacred art of divine self-care mm -hmm. by learning how to let go of ideas and people who do not positively contribute to our lives so the eight-step process mm -hmm. to the acronym of self-care stands for the s is saving ourselves the E is getting into what excites us. So with the S, saving ourselves, recognizing nobody is going to save us but us. So get into it. Get into what it looks like to save ourselves. The E, what excites us? What do we like? What do we like? Not what somebody else likes, right. not what somebody else might be trying to convince us to like. What do right. we like to do, listen to, watch, eat, the whole nine? The L, loving ourselves, getting into what does it look like to individually love ourselves? What types of things do we do? What types of shows do we watch? What types of things do we eat? What type of people do we allow around us? all of that is a part of recognizing what it looks like to love ourselves the f in self is forgiving ourselves recognizing that 
we have done all sorts of things to ourselves as well as to others that we're not proud of. But just as others want to be forgiven, we deserve forgiveness of ourselves, okay? And that's a big one. That's actually the number one reason why I wound up in the psychiatric unit because I was consumed with guilt for how I had traumatized my children. And I realized I gotta forgive myself so that I can free myself up to actually repair these bonds with myself and with my children. The C in care stands for cutting out all negatrons. Them negative people, you know what I mean? Cutting them out, cutting them out because guess what? Negative people, they do one thing really, really well. They find a problem for every solution. Yeah. We don't have time for that. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not going to work for us. The yeah. A is advocating for ourselves, recognizing that we deserve to stand up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We deserve to be treated well. And the only way that happens is to stand up for ourselves and mandate that. Demand it, yeah. The R is respecting ourselves, focusing on what does it look like for ourselves, not what anybody else says. And as a woman, I'm, (laughs) I used to get caught up on this one a lot, particularly guys and patriarchy in general, trying to tell me, this is what it looks like for you to respect yourself. Mm -hmm. Actually, I get to determine what it looks like to respect myself and focusing on that for myself and that and recognizing that that can change from one day to the next right i embrace that but that's me that's what i get to decide that's not for anyone else to decide and the e is embracing our journey as Uh our own Uh it's ours it's not anyone else's so we get to figure it out for ourselves and that process to that acronym self-care, that has what is really what has been assisting me with finding this peace that surpasses all understanding, with recognizing that I can just take this one day at a time. Right. And it, and there's no such thing as perfection. And it doesn't need to be. <laughs> exactly. You know? So yeah. Yeah. So um just listening to you talk and you haven't listened to somebody talk and so I like to point out the parallels just because um, uh, the terminology that you use, it, it's, it's so like it, you, uh, confident, it gives me confidence that you have lived this and have perfected the process. Have you ever listened to somebody talk and you are completely, uh, um, you completely know that they have no idea what they're talking about? And so, you know, but I mean, just like, uh, you know, some of the things that you, that you mentioned, like the whole theme of it, first of all, um, of finding it for yourself. I see so many people who um, get caught up in what somebody else, whether it's uh, individual, uh, social media, uh, something on TV or something, or somebody else tells them happiness, respect, all the things you mentioned should look like. And so, you you know, uh, they start to believe it and strive for that. And then finding it leads to disillusion because it's not what they were looking for as opposed to looking within themselves and finding it. That's so, 
so powerful. And then uh, the, uh, when uh, you mentioned um, peace beyond understanding was exactly what I was referring to um, about how, you know, sometimes your peace doesn't look like what other people want it to. And uh, it's confusing to them. And so they may even, um, so I went through this process with my father. My father passed away in 2012. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, when I was younger, he and I didn't really have that close of a relationship. Like he worked a lot. And uh, uh, it was, you know, um, growing, getting older, I understand that he did that to provide for his family and all of that. So, but um, as he got older, he got to a point where he started to get uh, sick. And I uh, came back to help my mom with taking care of him. And we built the relationship that I felt like, you know, um, yeah. kind of like what I missed before. But in that, I really got to know him as a person and understand uh, how, you know, say his thought process worked and things like that. So toward the end of his life, he um, uh, had resolved himself to the fact that, you know, it was toward the end of his life. And so there were things like, um, you know, um, my family would be frustrated with them because he wouldn't want to, you know, do doctor's visits and things like this, because in his mind, it was just prolonging the inevitable. And he had made peace with it. And it was a um, a point of contention for us at first. And then as I got to know him, it was less for me, you know, and I would try to explain it, but it's hard. Like in the, the terminology that you use beyond understanding is so like spot on because it was so, I could see me knowing, you know, my family so well, but also knowing him, it's like, they just couldn't understand it because they, what they knew was life and, you know, but his peace was there and I saw it and I understood it. And so all that to say, basically, uh, that summed it up perfectly. Like your terminology was very spot on. And uh, just, uh, yeah. So kudos. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad that um, that conversation segue into you talking about uh, uh, the book and the process. That's such yeah. an interesting thing. So um, since we got there, uh, I do want to <laughs> talk a little bit about it. Uh, the process of like formulating the steps, like... Mm-hmm. Um, like you had so you started with the acronym and then work backwards or how did you like formulate the steps to okay so it's been happening anyway you know what I mean over my adult life in particular it's been it's already been happening as you already know I've been a holistic practitioner for over 20 years and a transformational life coach and a massage therapist Mm -hmm. and a motivational speaker Mm -hmm. and um workshop facilitator Ta-da, all of those things, right? right yeah. um, and so it's been happening. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, once I um, went into the psychiatric unit back in 2017, and the big focus was self-care. The big focus was burn the cape, take it off, burn it, get rid of it. You are not anybody's savior. You need to be focusing on saving yourself. When that, when I was faced with that, right? Mm -hmm. That woke me up. I was in there for two weeks Mm -hmm. and it woke me up. The first three days I was there, I wasn't even able to get the help I needed because I was so busy in closed door meetings Mm -hmm. with them, trying to get them to fix the unprofessionalism that I was peeping out. And mm-hmm. I was just like, no way, like, yeah. no way. This is not fair for any of us. We can't do this. This is not going to work. Right. 
And by the third day, they were like, just tell us exactly what you want us to do. <laughs> and we'll do it. We'll stop doing this. We'll stop doing this. Because because I was like, yo, you all promised me that I was going to get help. And that's right. not what's happening. Right. So once we got that straight on day three, that's when I was finally able to start getting the help I needed. And a lot of it was around boundaries. It was around self-care. It was around burning the cape. So that's what really started my mind to starting to connect dots mm -hmm. that has been going on throughout my life. Right. And um, just her getaway uh -huh. is what we talked about the last time I was with you all. Right. Uh, as far as the movement that I started to empower women to mm -hmm. take quality time for themselves, as well as the virtual travel concierge, the first um, virtual travel agency just for women. Um, back in December, I did a workshop that's titled the same as the book, Let Go or Be Dragged. And as I was preparing for that workshop, uh, that's when I was like, okay, it's time. Mm -hmm. Finish connecting these dots because this is what you're supposed to be talking about. Right. And so my the main thing I talk about is self-care, right, right. divine mm -hmm. self-care. So for me, it was a no-brainer. Okay. However, this process that you've been working on for the last 20 years is going to present itself. Right. It's going to be to this acronym. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just wrote that out <laughs> right. and then right. it just, it was easy. You know what I mean? Because right. like you said, it's, it's what I've been living. Definitely. You know, it's what yeah. I've been living. So, and I did the same thing with the other ebook mm -hmm. that I've come out with since the last time I was with you all. Yeah. which is uh, yes i do in less than two and a half months right really yeah. 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 <laughs> but when it's time it's time and you know that exactly you know exactly. what i mean and that's what it is so, yeah. yeah yeah so that's 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 how i came up with that to answer your question yeah. yeah yeah and that's um uh i like how it's structured um i'm a fan of um you giving the uh, the reader or the consumer kind of the ball, like giving them like giving them the tools, but not saying uh, just like we just said, not saying this is what it looks like for you, but saying find out what that looks like for you and attain and work to attaining that. And and that's uh, I think where um, the uh, the the quality of the process and the success of the process comes from is actually helping. So it's so interesting that you mentioned about. Um, uh, going into the psychiatric ward and before you even began to get help, recognizing the issues um, with what was going on there, because like you say, you were going to get help. And, um, you know, uh, I've seen that world to a certain extent um, through the eyes of people who I've known who have been there. And that sentiment has been the same, has been it's like, not a it's joke. More of a, yeah, it's more of a place to, to kind of put you away than to actually try to help you in any way. It's like family send you there so they don't have to deal with the issue or deal with if, their own issue with it. Go ahead. If yeah. you don't know what it looks like, I call it the other side of the wall. Mm. That was my first time ever getting a chance to see what it looks like on the other side of the wall. Mm. If you don't know, if you've not been there, you don't know. Right. Yeah. You yeah. haven't actually 
been there because you were a patient, right. you don't know. Mm-hmm. And when I got a chance to go to the other side of the wall mm-hmm. and I got a chance to see, oh my goodness. And I told them, now I understand why so many of us are slipping through the cracks. Mm-hmm. Now I understand why so many of us are taking our lives because you all are not listening. Right, you're right. not listening to us. You're not taking us seriously. You're actually in here, straight up and down, treating us like crap. Right. You're talking right. trash to us, mm-hmm. okay? Because you think that we're so drugged out of our minds that it doesn't matter what you say to us, mm-hmm. but we can still hear it. Mm-hmm. We can still feel that some of you all are not here with our best interest at heart and i couldn't go for it dave right yeah i couldn't go for it i was looking around and i could see so many of us that were in there who were heavily drugged Uh and they were not able to advocate but i was goddamned if i wasn't gonna do it I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, shit, I can do it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to do it. And and I'm continuing to do it. And I just know that I I have to find my balance Uh to make sure that I'm not overwhelming myself. Right. And gratefully, I have a phenomenal Black woman as my therapist. And I just continue to do the work. You know what I mean? Right, right. One day at a time. I just continue to do the work. It's mm-hmm. going to look different, you know, every day. But Absolutely. we deserve advocacy on our behalf. No doubt about it. We do. Yeah. And, um, and deserve, but need it, right? Like, yeah, it's, 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 absolutely. that's what that process shows you. It's necessary. Yeah. Like, They're really. not advocating for us, right? So. Exactly. I mean, for goodness sake, where I expected to right. have it, To be faced with, you know, the level of unprofessionalism from the staff, from the doctors, from the directors, from the teachers of the various classes. It was just like, wait a minute. Why are you using that type of terminology? Why are you using those types of tones? What's going on here? You know? Yeah, so... Yeah, they have died. <laughs> my my thought when you were saying that was, yeah, they got the right one, you know. <laughs> they definitely did. <laughs> they yeah. definitely did. Yeah. And I'm grateful that it after three days, it finally, you know, clicked. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this woman knows that these are this is the way that they're supposed to be being treated. Right. She knows it. She's very clear about that. We're going to need to even if it's just for the amount of time that she's in here. Right, right. Because my peers that were in there mm-hmm. along with me, uh, I was hearing the things they were saying right. that I could relate to and that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Some of them were saying, I just want to get back to the old me. Mm-hmm. I just want to feel like how I used to feel before when I was okay when my mind was my mind, uh-huh. um, things like that, right. you know? And we needed space to be able to, to, to do that, right. to, to work back. towards yeah. that, a, a nice peaceful space. 
where we weren't being harassed right and talked trash to and yelled at you know Mm -hmm. we deserve that and that's what we were told that we were gonna get yeah that wasn't yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so you uh you you spoke uh briefly to having a a black therapist and there has been um a discussion um about um the the um the relevance of um just having someone uh who looks like you to talk to who can understand your um experiences on a level that maybe others can't um now i mean some people say that it's a valid you know um a thought process and then some people say well anybody you get as long as they're trained can 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 kind of handle the situation like where do you fall in that discussion culture culture Mm. how are you raised right what country are you raised in Mm -hmm. um background is important for me the reason why i love my therapist is because i can talk to her and know that she's going to understand cultural relevance when it comes to what I've gone through as a child and as an adult. She can understand because she's able to relate. She's able to relate and understand, okay, although it's not necessarily across the board, all African Americans experience the exact same thing. Mm. There are a lot of similarities depending on where we've come from. And when you're able to talk about things that are so intimate with someone that understands cultural relevance, it Mm. makes such a big deal. I had to fire my first therapist. Mm-hmm. a Caucasian man he did not get it he didn't get it and it wasn't going to work so it matters it can allow you to trust which in turn allows you to open up right and be able to talk and work through the things that you need to that you want to because what's the point if you can't What's the point of having a therapist? Exactly. If you can't trust them. Yeah. You can't yeah. trust that you can talk to them and right. that you can talk with them and that they actually care about you and your cultural relevance. Exactly. What's exactly. the point? Yeah. That's yeah. where I stand on it. Yeah, and I and I definitely agree. It's exactly what you said. Those um those shared experiences and those similarities are there. So it's only logical to use them, uh, to leverage them to uh, affect the quality of the experience that you present for your patients. So, yeah. and uh, and having a deeper understanding of that because you lived it or have a uh, cultural uh, connection to it yeah. uh, is, is, um, is that much better. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that's where I fall with that also. So, uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, I want to, uh, you know, of course, talk some more about your um, 
uh, all of the successes that you've had since you left here. I'm not saying that I'm not attributing this directly <laughs> to your last interview here, but all I'm saying is it all happened after you were on Neighborish Live. So Neighborish Live, <laughs> honey, it's the juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we do what we can here, but um, but no, um, so you did, hold on uh, one second, one oh, second, hold on, hold yeah. on. Yeah, so I'm um, about to talk to her about uh, this amazing interview that she did. Um, I believe it was almost a year ago, she'll clarify, about um, her journey of living sofas free. And uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just uh, telling the viewers we were going to talk about this, this interview that you did that went viral and made you a, a national star. And so, so um, so the last time you were here, you went into um, uh, Living Sofas and Whole Plant Exclusive, Sofas Free and Whole Plant Exclusive. Exactly. And so, um, but for some people who may not have seen it, uh, can you just uh, kind of go through that a little bit, what it entails? And Okay. Um, yeah. So. Okay. So I eat Sofas Free, Whole Food Plant Exclusive. That is my live it, not my diet, because I'm living, I'm not dying, and I'm eating life, and I'm eating for my life. Sofas free is salt, oil, flour, alcohol, sugar-free, whole food, plant exclusive, not based, because all I eat are plants. Right, right. Can, um, I'm sorry, real quick. Can you, um, so uh, I just had a discussion about this. Mm -hmm. Where was that? Anyway, it doesn't matter where it was, but, <laughs> but uh, just about uh, the difference between uh, eating um Plant-based uh, plant mm -hmm. and actually eating like foods derived, like, um, you know, made from plants as opposed okay. to plant-based. So um, individually, everyone's going to have their own definitions, you know, mm -hmm. for, for these um, for these various labels. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's going to have their own definitions for vegan, for plant-based and, and so on and so forth. For me, I'm super specific about specifying that I'm not plant-based simply because I see a lot that the base part is to mm -hmm. indicate that sometimes there's something else. Right, right. And so I'm real specific to make sure people understand that for me, how I'm eating is salt or flour, salt, salt, oil, flour, alcohol, sugar-free, whole food, plant exclusive. Plant exclusive. Exactly. Yes. Because... I just eat whole food plants, um, vegetables, fruits, uh, whole grains, legumes, um, a little bit nuts, seeds, um, but not too much of that because I'm more so low calorie density. That's how I dropped the 64 pounds mm -hmm. in less than eight months. And that's how I continue to keep it off. So fast free whole food plant exclusive. So that's how I eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, and I'm glad you explained the sofas because uh, people be like, I don't want to live sofas free. I just sit on the couch. I can't. I mean, sit on the chair. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it was a bad joke. I tried. It didn't land. It don't all land. But anyway, um, but yeah, uh, about the um the plant based and things. I was because uh, it seems like that that terminology, like in marketing, they have things like that. You you know, they have. These, I do. Uh, <laughs> these, these things, these mechanisms for um explaining ambiguity or mm -hmm. for uh, leaving room for ambiguity and exactly. uh you know so and, and i get it don't get me wrong i get it i understand that it is important to be inclusive so mm -hmm. i respect the terminology 
I respect that from that perspective, it is important to make sure that people understand eating plants in general, even if it's not all you eat, huh. is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our bodies are loving it, mm-hmm. however much we can manage to eat, right. you know? Um, so yeah, I respect that. As a transformational life coach, I meet people where they are. Right. And sometimes I understand people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, when they are coming to me to get coached with eating for my life, mm-hmm. um, sometimes they don't understand that it doesn't matter if they eat meat. Mm-hmm. I coach a lot of people who eat meat. I coach a lot of people who say they're going to eat meat, continue to eat it. I don't care. What matters more is I eat any plants, you know what I mean? But even beyond that, what does it look like for you to care for yourself? What does it look like to nurture yourself? What does that look like? Let's talk about that. Uh You know what I mean? Whether it's what we're eating watching, drinking, seeing, you know what I mean? Any of right. above, yeah. let's start, I start there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The reality mm-hmm. is there are plenty of people out here for all sorts of different reasons that meat is what they eat. I was fortunate enough to meet a young lady that lives in Tanzania, okay? Mm-hmm. And her family for legacies, Okay, for centuries now, they have herded animals and eat the animals that they herd. Hmm. And when she was talking to me about that and I was telling her how I eat, uh, she was like, you know, I want to get more into eating plants. And I told her, uh, I probably would wind up eating what you eat mm-hmm. because if I live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me, Dave. I meet people where they are. Definitely. You know what I mean? And it's why I do not call myself a vegan. Okay. I eat so fast-free, whole food, plant exclusive. I'm in all sorts of vegan groups. It's wonderful, of course. We eat plants, right? right? Yeah. I like to make sure it's clear, though, that I'm not interested in being connected to the political machine that is vegan yeah i'm not interested i'm good yeah and one of my favorite things about talking to you is um uh the freedom and the nature in which you talk opens up you know different ideas and different avenues so um this is going off my beaten path here a little bit but i do want to um ask you about so um vegan and 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 sofas free and uh, plant whole plant exclusive 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 (laughs) As I see, I'm working on my enunciation, you know? but, uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's for some people, um, it's such a foreign subject that they feel mm-hmm. like, like I hear, I'm listening to you talking, and when I hear you say, you know, I eat plant exclusive and I eat plants, and I'm sure they like seeing you with like a ficus and just, uh, but <laughs> it's, you know, but so can you just go through uh, like maybe a, a daily meal for you, a daily meal plan, like what you have like for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Well, again, Dave, I actually stopped using um, labels like breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, treat. I stopped using those um, when I was forming a plan for my success at the beginning of last year. 
That's mm-hmm. the first letter in the acronym FREEDOM, which okay. is a seven-step process that I created. Ooh, great segue. Okay. Yes. <laughs> to successfully uh, recommit to eating SoFi's free whole food plant exclusive again mm-hmm. and sustainably continuing to do so. Okay. And FREEDOM, which you mentioned just now, yeah. um, the FREEDOM acronym stands for F, forming a plan for success. So that's what I had to do. And a part of that was recognizing that using breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, cheat days, treats, those, they weren't helping me. Right, right. So R is research. Mm-hmm. E is establish our why. Mm-hmm. Why it is that I want to change the way I'm eating. The next E, establish our support system. First of all, figure out how to become my own support system. And then I can move forward figuring out community, building community. Mm -hmm. D, decide to banish people pleasing because when you are doing things that are so different from darn near everybody else around you, uh, you ain't going to be able to care about what people think. You're yeah. not going to be able to care about pleasing anybody. You got to put you first. Exactly. And the M is making our journey our own. Uh-huh. So I already talked about that with, right. <laughs> you know, the exactly. other eight step process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it shouldn't yeah. surprise you, you right. know, right. there's a lot about that. But anyway, so with that being said that I don't, you know, use those terminologies. Okay. Gratefully, I recognize that the beginning of last year, when I was recommitting to eating so fast free whole food plant exclusive, that what I wanted my end result to be was that I would just eat whenever my body calls for fuel. Uh-huh. And that's it. Uh-huh. And I'm so grateful because I've been here now for over six months. Um, I dropped that 64 pounds in less than eight months. And that was over six months ago. I've been free from largely free. Every so often I get some memory cravings, Uh which aren't about my body as much as my brain and conditioning Uh and locations. I'm at the beach. I want crab legs and buckets of fries. You know what I mean? And it's like, what? I don't eat that stuff. Not like that. You know what I mean? Um, But largely freedom from cravings. Gratefully, I've been experiencing that now for over six months Mm -hmm. and just eating whenever my body calls for fuel. So I say all that. That's the long way to answer your question. No, it's fine. Which is, um, you know what? Leafy greens for first meal. That's how I um, broke the cravings and abstaining from salt, oil, flour, alcohol, and sugar. Mm-hmm. followed by some sort of SoFi's free starch. So mm-hmm. one of my favorites, spinach, mm-hmm. seasoned with some smoked paprika, onion powder, garlic powder, and salt substitute like Mrs. Dash table blend. Mm-hmm. Throw a carton of mushrooms in there, mm-hmm. you know? Saute in a nonstick pan, low heat. Just take my time because I deserve to eat food that I took my time to fix. Because mm-hmm. I'm dope like that and I love myself okay um and then also take some potatoes cube them up you know what I mean Mm -hmm. put them inside of a non-stick pan and take my time low heat 
let them things cover them with some, you know, Mrs. Dash table blend, let them things take their time. And now I got my greens, my leafy greens, mm -hmm. and I got my potatoes and I can eat that at any time of the day. Okay. So that's a meal that I would eat just to give you a, you know, an yeah, example yeah. of a day. I'm yeah. getting my fruit in there. You know, mm -hmm. I love my golden delicious apples mm -hmm. and bananas. Mm -hmm. So I'm eating that, you know, I'm drinking anywhere from four to seven of these every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. The these water. are 23 ounce bottles of water. Mm -hmm. I get my water in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's important. Um, particularly, uh, because the more water we're consuming, that's right for each one of our, you know, amounts of how much we weigh and so on right. and so forth. So it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. This is just what works for me. Right. But the more that, uh, we're drinking water and making regular hydration, our daily thing, the more our body is willing to release water right. and let go of bloating right. and inflammation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting how that works, but that's how it works. So mm -hmm. um, baked potatoes, honey, mm -hmm. baked potatoes. Yeah, really <laughs> that's one of your favorite. Yes, yeah. indeed. Regular yeah. and sweet. I mean, mm -hmm. prep involves like literally on a Sunday prep involves because my daughter actually for the last three weeks, she's really been getting into changing her habits mm -hmm. during the week. So I've had to make sure that if she's not fixing, you know, prepping, than I am because she loves, you know, she volunteers at an animal hospital. She loves right. being able to just grab them baked potatoes. She knows she needs that, you know, energy mm -hmm. when she goes in there and works with the animals. Um, so yeah. I always make sure I have those on deck, okay. regular baked potatoes and sweet potatoes baked mm -hmm. because when you're baking, it's caramelizing the natural sugars. Mm -hmm. So it's sweeter. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, in general, mm -hmm. those are like some basics for me. Right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, and like I said, uh, you know, a lot of what you say, you know, will spark something, um, you know, specific, like you talked about uh, the idea and it's so foreign. It's crazy that it's foreign, but the right. idea that you deserve to take the time to make a meal for yourself. Because that's, right. that's one of the things that uh, we sacrifice and it's become a uh, commonplace to sacrifice so readily. That's why fast food exists. I know. Because I know. we know we need fuel. Yeah. But there's no, uh, you know, uh, there's no time and care given to the prep like it, you know. We've and, gotten and that, away from it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's what I was about yeah, to say. Yeah, we've gotten yeah. away from it. Yeah. Right. Over yeah, the years, yeah. we've gotten away from it and we're trying to figure out how to get back to it. I see right. it happening. We're trying to figure out how to get back to it. And we can. Mm -hmm. uh, this pandemic has slowed us down, mm -hmm. you know, in massive ways. And um, it's possible. Definitely. We're doing it, you know, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. doing it. I mean, I was talking with um, a student the other day who I coach and was just talking about uh, something so simple as how I think when I go in the grocery store to pick out my produce. I'm saying mm. prayers to mm. the growers, to the staff mm. at the grocery store as I'm putting my hands on each individual piece of produce. 
I'm saying prayers of thankfulness and gratefulness that I even have the means to even be able to get this. Mm-hmm. to feed myself and my family with this awesome whole food plant. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And when I get in the kitchen and go to cook, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in there for a long time sometimes, depending on what it is that I'm putting together. Right. But yo, I get to do that. Mm-hmm. I get to spend this type of time and I get to put this type of time into myself, show myself this type of love. Yeah. I'm hype. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm hype, man. I'm, perspective is everything, Dave. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. And it's, it's something that's been stolen from us. Like we don't even have our own perspective. Like we gotta you get it back. Exactly. What you just mentioned is so foreign to people. They like I don't want to do that and have to take time to cook and blah blah blah. You don't want to care for what comes into your what you're putting in your body, but it's you know it's manufactured. It's taught to us that oh they, they you know McDonald's is they they're a national company. They wouldn't hurt us. So I'll go ahead and it's like come on man. You know uh, you got to give more care and focus to what you're putting in your body. And but the way you put it, like you know you deserve mm-hmm. to take the time. To 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 carefully create what's you what do. you're putting in your body and take care in the making it, yeah. but you know the way you put it is uh, so powerful. Like I said, I always you know uh, uh, feel like I come away from conversations with you better for the experience, and I appreciate it. So um, you mentioned your uh, uh, one of your students. Uh, you have a class now, so it's uh, it's like a, a um, uh, conventional class like you teach in front of like you know um well i know it'll probably be over zoom now or is it more individual or how, how first of all how did you start the class and then how does it work okay then so um you know over the last year i'm so grateful to have been able to inspire people around the entire world mm-hmm. um from switzerland to germany to morocco mm-hmm. and everywhere in between and as a result, um, I wrote the book, Eating From My Life, Salt, Oil, Flour, Alcohol, Sugar-Free, Whole Food Plant Exclusive, A Liberating Journey. That's the name of the book. And I talk about my journey, my health journey thus far, as well as um, the seven-step process to so the acronym FREEDOM. Uh-huh. Um, that I talked about earlier. And when I was getting ready to put the book out, officially announced that it was coming out, Uh I knew because so many people have been asking me, you need to teach a class, you need to teach a class, you need to teach a class. Uh So what I did was I did a live masterclass the same day my book dropped, Uh which was on November the 30th. And um, I got the type of feedback that I received for the most part was from those who were not able to make it. Okay. So I had to go back to the drawing board and think about what could I do that would work for all these different time zones that I'm grateful, you know, and privileged enough to have people that, you know, are coming to me to be coached. Yeah, you know? And so what I came up with is an eight-week online masterclass, which is called Freedom Looks Good on You. And um, 
what we do is we take eight weeks to break down that freedom is in the journey. And um, in the masterclass, well, with purchase of the masterclass, uh, you are able to get a bonus 30-minute phone consult with me, as well as eight weeks access to email and text coaching from me um, on a weekly basis, as well as a weekly email and check-in from me that is contains the module for that week, um, as well as a motivational moment affirmation video to get your height <laughs> on a weekly basis from me. Um, and it's very hands-on. Yeah. Uh, and it's all online. So everyone who is in class, depending on what cycle, because right now we are getting ready to start cycle three. No, cycle four. Yeah. Um, I forget because I've released a lot of cycles. <laughs> um, cycle one, actually, this is the, its last week right now of cycle one, right? Which started on January the 4th. Um, but it's been going wonderful. And um, I'm so grateful to see how many people's lives are being blessed, the type of breakthroughs that they are having. Um, as a transformational life coach, I provide private coaching. So that happens during those, uh, the email and the text coaching, as well as the phone coaching and also video, as well as cooking. All of that's available, whether you're in the class or you're not, all of it's available to be able to purchase. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's been going wonderful. Yeah, it has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like you said, it's it's um it sounds uh you know um very involved and uh yeah for you and you know uh, labor intensive for you um I, you know has, have you had any issues finding time to do everything? To, to mm -mm. I just make the time. You know, I make the time because it's what I love to do. I make sure that you know my classes they sell out really really fast. Mm -hmm. I make sure that I know what works for me. Um, I brought on additional staff recently. That's how I've been able to now launch more than one cycle at a time. So I, right now there are two cycles left um, before the summer that are available for people to sign up for. Um, yeah, I've just been figuring it out, you know, as far as um, being someone who's been in business for the last 20 years anyway. Uh, you know, it's business day, you know. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? We just figured out it's business. Mm -hmm, make it happen. Yeah. 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 So, so it's going, been wonderful. We're going to go back over all of it at the end, but I do okay. want to really quickly let people know where they can sign up or where they can um, purchase the class and all of that. Okay. So eatingformylife.com, E-A-T-I-N-G-F-O-R-M-Y-L-1-F-E. So there's a one instead of an I in the word life, eatingformylife.com, and we're everywhere else, social media, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook page, that's where you find us, uh, and join us.
<laughs> yeah, and it's definitely worth it. As you all have heard here, extremely motivational, extremely inspirational. Um, yeah. And like I said, just uh, the wealth of knowledge and um, the security in the knowledge. Like I said, you can tell when you listen to somebody, you like, I don't know what they're talking about, but you can definitely, um, you know, you exude that knowledge and that, that hey, wisdom babe. that you've gained through the time. I'm living it every, you know what I mean? I'm living it every day. This is this is what I'm living. I mean, I'm literally, I did a post the other day. I'm in uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. I have never in my life gone this long mm-hmm. without consuming added salt, right. added oil, flour products, meat, dairy. Uh, well, meat I have already. Because I had already been gone, you know, a long time without that. Mm-hmm. Dairy, um, refined sugar, any kind of sugar outside of what's naturally occurring in the foods that I'm eating. Same thing for sodium, alcohol. Uh, I just celebrated one year sober. Uh, New Year's Eve, no alcohol. Congratulations. Yeah, no alcohol. It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful to learn crutch free living that's what i do crutch free living you know figuring out how to cope with life myself (laughs) yeah going within (laughs) i think a real interesting aspect of that is um uh the the uh, experience that you've gained and you're able to share the value in the experience of being able to say this is what i did and I stopped it. I went in this direction, and this is how it positively affected me. So, can you talk a little bit about um, going from being someone who um, ate uh, so fast uh, to uh, someone who, uh, to you know, um, excluding it from your diet and some of the changes that you noticed beyond, I'm um, um, excluding the obvious, you know, uh, the change in weight, but also, like, you know, what are some of the other changes? Oh, my goodness. Clarity of thinking, honey. Wow. No more foggy brain. Mm-mm. No more foggy brain. And um, whew, energy. You already know because you are familiar with me, Dave. I'm already a high energy person and have always been. It's on another level now. <laughs> it's on another level now. Um. So clarity of thinking dramatically improved. Energy dramatically improved. Um, sleep. Oh my goodness. Nice, peaceful sleep. I stay on top of making sure that I get my sleep as well. Okay. Um, no more blood pressure issues. No more diabetes issues. You know, no more. I don't have to be concerned about those kind of health issues that came from consuming sofas. Um, So those are a few of the major changes that I have been uh, experiencing. And the biggest one is the freedom from cravings. It's no more, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm in the mood for, I feel yeah. like I got a taste for that yeah. is over, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. It feels so wonderful yeah. to be able to live a life that is not driven by cravings. Uh-huh. 
it has freed up so much of my life. I do other stuff now, like right, right. learn how to fly a plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you did do that, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, like get married to myself. Yeah, <laughs> because, you too. know, yeah. life is good. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so um, you did marry yourself. I do want to talk about that. Uh, real quick, I do want to ask you um, the other side of that. So in the change in your diet, were there any negative side effects that you uh, recognize uh -huh. or anything that you could prepare people for as they go into the journey that they might experience? The biggest things that I would say mm -hmm. I, to go on a journey like this, particularly so phosphory, mm -hmm. is as your body makes its various changes mm -hmm. um be prepared to remember how important it is to love yourself mm -hmm. okay as it makes its physical changes mm -hmm. um i know what it's like to have a booty <laughs> For lack of a better way of saying it, okay? Yeah, I do. Um, booty, not there so much anymore. But guess what? So what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I saw a poem years ago that summed it up. And in the poem, it said, my body asked me, could you just love me as I am? And that stayed in my mind uh -huh. and so uh -huh. i say i know what it's like to have a booty but right. guess what freedom from cravings is way better uh -huh. i can get some jeans and make me look like i got a booty <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't care what i care about is that i have freedom from cravings i care that i can move you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't move at the beginning of last year. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honey, I could barely walk 60 seconds without my heart beating so fast. Uh -huh. My knees felt like they were ready to shatter. Yeah. All yeah. of the weight that I had on them. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I don't I do, feel man. like that anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I move, okay? Yeah. I, I get up and I move and it's with such ease so that I think is the number one thing that I would say is just keep in mind that you love yourself right. and you want to love yourself as your body changes mm -hmm. you know what I mean and looks yeah. different right. you know and yeah okay okay yeah, sorry about the booty talk oh no no you're good you're good yeah you're a little booty talk every now and again but uh, I we get real on here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Real quick, I wanted to ask you, I feel like the last time, and this might just be me, uh, but uh, uh, and my skewed memory, but I feel like the last time Sophus was salt, oil, fat. You had said that, but oh, it, was it, flour. Was it was always flour. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've been saying yeah. it wrong. I figured it was just me. I'm <laughs> slipping sometimes. But, uh, it's okay. It's okay, important. Okay. Um, it's, you're not the only one. A lot of people do that. A lot of okay. people think that's it, and that's not. It's not it. It's flour. flour. Although okay. I will say, when you eat so free, whole food, plant exclusive, 
particularly low calorie density specific, mm -hmm. which is the way that I drop the weight. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, how I continue to eat. I do a little high calorie density whole food plants in the mm -hmm. form of nuts um, now, um, but I'm still real particular because I know um, triggers and I know that I'm in recovery. And right. I know for me, um, dates, another high calorie density whole food plant, over. it triggers mm -hmm. overeating for me. Okay. My brain just starts saying, yeah so i can't even i can't eat dates i actually just came to that realization a few months ago like okay. it doesn't even work for me um but as far as like raw nuts are concerned mm -hmm. like i keep them in my trunk of my car um but i can't have them in the house okay. uh yeah the access to them will give you okay oh yeah because i that's what a part of freedom that seven step process is being real with yourself about your triggers about what works for you about what doesn't not trying to force something that isn't working for you right you know like some people ask me when i talked about the dates thing well can't you just eat them every once in a while and my answer is for what it's not worth it yeah dates are not that serious in the grand scheme of things um right. ripe bananas and uh baked sweet potatoes are the shiznit okay <laughs> where my sweetness comes from yeah it's not and, and, I, and i'm not encouraged to overeat those things okay. i'm not triggered to overeat ripe banana and right. baked sweet potatoes so I'm good, you know, and I had to come to that realization, even about trying to replicate cheese sauces okay. or cheesy this or uh, breaded this. A, mm -hmm. salt, oil, flour, alcohol, sugar free. Right. I'm not ingesting flour products. Okay. I tried to call myself making, you know, mozzarella cheese sticks. Forks over knives. Uh, it's a forks over knives uh, recipe. Okay. And after I made it, I realized, let it go. Mm -hmm. Let it go. You can actually just let go trying to think you can try to replicate or need to right. replicate breaded anything mm -hmm. flour is not a part of what you eat anymore let it go and it just felt so much easier when i let it go same thing with cheese sauces mm -hmm. i've come up a, you know on some awesome ones mm -hmm. if you will but i feel and felt wonderful once i just let it go there you go it yeah. i don't eat cheese Right, right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, yeah. yeah, just yeah, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, you don't have to, you know, yeah, that's true. You don't have to fit in or try to, you know, make it look like, well, it looks just like it. So, you know, all that trying to fool your brain stuff is not, uh, yeah. You know, where it's it at. doesn't help. It doesn't help. It, doesn't. it wasn't helping me. Okay. That's what I learned. It wasn't right, helping right, me. But right. when I let it go, then it was like, ah, that's yeah. over. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have to worry about it. Anymore. Yeah, let me let me get into this baked sweet potato. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's the freedom. That's definitely, yeah. That's beautiful. So um so I do want to talk about um you marrying yourself. Now yes, this is something that when you when you say this, uh it conjures thoughts of people like um you remember uh in the nineties, like Dennis Rodman had the whole thing uh-huh, and, he had, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like it and all that. But so but uh, bringing it up to date and and a more serious and more intimate uh thing with yourself like can you explain what brought you to the point of doing that and you know what the process was sure so um as you know we've already been talking about and as you know because we're friends um in general last year was such a powerful year mm-hmm. for me in general of stepping outside the comfort zone <laughs> in so many different ways mm-hmm. that it makes me tear up to even think about. Mm-hmm. You know how people at the end of every year, when it's about to be a new year, the Gregorian calendar year, right. anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, they will list, uh, you know, their accomplishments and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. It was like, I got lost. Mm-hmm. That's how 2020 was for me. Right, right. And that's dope and i realized you know what so like you don't even do comfort zones anymore that's what you doing like you don't do comfort zones anymore you just push you just push you just push and i realized looking back as the winter solstice approached which is a very powerful time uh that my ancestors and your ancestors um, took time in general and focused on. Um, I realized that I had, for the first time in my adult life, had had a whole Gregorian calendar year of just really loving up on myself and really showing myself that we got this, Mm -hmm. that I'm in my corner, that I got my back and that I'm not leaving me. I'm not leaving me. Like this is going to be how we move forward, period. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it was like, so girl, what you waiting on? Let's get married. What you waiting on? It's time to make this official. You know what I'm saying? And I thought about um, how, you know, for years, I've always loved the way Diamond Solitaires looked. Mm-hmm. Always loved the way they looked. I always thought they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned about conflict-free diamonds, of mm-hmm. course, yeah. over the years. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew that I wanted to get a Diamond Solitaire to celebrate my love for myself as I married myself in a wedding that I had for myself and reception, okay? Um, I knew that I wanted, and it was so awesome because my daughter, who's 17, um, about to be 18, she came with me uh, when I went to go get my ring. And she, I was going to get a smaller ring, a smaller size. 
And she looked at me and she said, mommy, if you're going to do this, do this. She said, go hard or go home. You did not come to play. And I said, you are absolutely right, sweetheart. So I got a bigger size because I'm worth that. Because I deserve it. And it's because it's what it's, I really wanted any day going ways. You know what I'm saying? So as you see, I'm still evolving. We all are in this thing called self-love. You know what I mean? I'm, and I'm always going to continue to evolve. And I, and I embrace that. And so... I said the winter solstice, the best time. And that's what I did. I got married to myself and I'm still celebrating. My spouse is awesome, Dave. He dope. Yeah, yeah. One of the reasons I wanted you to talk about that, and I'm such a fan of, uh, uh, you know, of what you've done. And because it's, it's like with most things with you, it's something that when you first say it, it sounds like such a foreign uh, just idea yeah. that that people put it in a certain category. Like I know when you say that, uh, you know, um, people hear a certain thing, and that's why I brought up, you know, like the Dennis Farm and the things like that. But um, when you think about it, like when you really think about it, which is what I did, and which is why it was important for me to have you talk about it here. Yeah. The idea of what a wedding is, of the vows that you take, that you commit to another person. That's Why right. wouldn't you want to commit that to yourself? Why shouldn't you do that for yourself first before you commit to anyone or uh, just do that, you know? And so it's, and, and, and once that thought, you know, resonated with me, it all was like, this makes perfect sense. And I'm marrying myself tomorrow. No, I'm not going to hold you to it. No, but yeah. You know I do it. Yeah, yeah. Just the idea of committing that uh that um holy with the for lack of a better term. Uh to yourself, to your own happiness, to your own well being, to right. uh the, through sickness and in health for That's better right. or for worse That's until right. death do us That's part. Right. Yes. And the more I thought and about beyond. it, the more dope it beyond, the more dope it became. So that's why, you know, uh, to kind of break the stigma, because I definitely understand, like, when you hear it, you know, just to hear that is like, oh, okay. But then, you know, really, like I said, really thinking about it, it makes sense. It makes yeah. so much sense. And that's yeah. like, um, in my experience with you, that's kind of what it is. It's like, you know, it makes sense. Like, your, your wisdom is... Uh, 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 unmatched, I'll say. Um, I have Yeah, yeah. It's always like I said. It's always dope talking to you. Uh, so, uh, like I said, I want to go through um really quickly because you you have so much stuff out there, and I want to make sure people know where to find you. Okay. Uh, for the different places, like you said, uh, yeah. You try to meet people where they are, and so for their needs, like because you supply so much, you know that there's it's pretty much anything people need, they can find it from abundance is my birthright, or just our getaways, well, or, or go well, ahead. remember uh, what we were talking about um, is that I am grateful that I have this thing that I believe, and that is. We don't need middle people. Right, we don't absolutely right. need middle people. Mm -hmm. We can actually provide ourselves with 
the things that we want to do and we can create the avenues for mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. to showcase whatever is on our heart to do. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing mm-hmm. with Neighborish Live. Definitely. You don't have yeah. to wait. You know what I mean? Right. I don't right. have to yeah. wait to yeah. be, you know, some big star actress, vocalist. I can actually just create my own label and release my music as the first artist on the label. Right. Greenlight Productions, shout out. That's yeah. my label. Okay. So I don't have to wait to get picked up in anyone's movie or film. I'm a playwright. I'm a film writer. I can actually, which is what I'm doing right now, just write it myself. Right. Whatever's on my heart, whatever songs, whatever films, whatever videos, whatever books. Right, right. Whatever classes. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait on Amazon to say I'm a bestseller. Right. I can just actually say I'm a bestseller. Yeah. Because I am. And and get all my money. Yeah. 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 We don't need middle anything. Right. It's nothing wrong with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's important. And I'm very grateful that I recognize I don't have to have validation outside of myself mm-hmm. from any space. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of my purposes, Dave, yeah, is yeah. to just go after whatever I want to do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of, it's definitely one of your superpowers. Yeah, <laughs> every time. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. So you know what? One place, one stop shop, abundanceisourbirthright.com. Whatever it is. I want to say it right. I keep saying abundance is mine. It's abundance is our birthright. I like that you say it's yours because it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. I want to get the URL right too (laughs) so I can get to you. (laughs) Yes, it's abundanceisourbirthright.com. A-B-U-N-D-A-N-C-E-I-S-O-U-R-R-I-T-E. Right, right, right. Because... Rites of passage. Right, right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, AbundanceIsOurBirthright.com. Yeah. There you will find all the information mm-hmm. on everything that I've been up to, that I continue to get up to, eating mm-hmm. for my life, just her getaway, forever unschooled, shout out, okay, to mm-hmm. my babies, all yeah, right, yeah. Um, and the new move that my youngest is debuting the new company that she is debuting in business uh-huh. next sunday this coming sunday on her birthday couture kits keep yeah. y'all eyes out okay then uh-huh. it's a phenomenal <laughs> um yeah. and so much more and as well as a beautiful african black business directory that's yeah. there showcasing the phenomenal that we are as Africans, um, all at abundanceisourbirthright.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we'll make sure we post the link, man. Make sure I'll go and check that out. And you can also find the, the books and the classes and everything through there also, right? Absolutely, because each business is highlighted and the URL for each business is there. And then you can click on that um, and it'll take you to, you know, each individual lane that I drive in. <laughs> do, you, do you prefer any one specific one more than any other? Do, do, do you have a favorite? Mm-mm. Nope. 
Tranquil Blessings is what started it all years ago. That's Umbrella. And if I have to say it is a favorite, it's Tranquil Blessings. That's why I keep it up as uh, the splash for my private page. Um, Because, you know, that's where it all began. Okay. You know, the mobile massage and spa company. Right. Holistic, yeah, yeah. you know, family provider of holistic services, tranquil right. blessings. Uh, and just have grown from there. Right. Yeah. Right. Not no one thing in particular because it's all me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all me. All these yeah. different parts of me, you know? And um speaking of the green light productions, mm-hmm. um, a part of the new ebook that I just dropped, Let Go or Be Drag, Learning the Healing Art of Letting Go, has a bonus living soundtrack. Okay. So some of my breakthrough, because I say it is, okay, original um, spoken word poetry and songs are a part of that soundtrack that comes with the book purchase. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I don't want to, uh, okay, I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, you have me spoken word. You can give us a little piece of something. Um, yeah. And you don't have to, of course, if you know, I know it's, uh. Yeah, I can. Okay, great, great. Um, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. They don't know that it wasn't for them to choose whether my little brother was to live or to die. They don't know that it really wasn't for them to decide. But I want to thank you, Mother, for giving me room in my heart to forgive and see that harboring hate would only obstruct the healing, would even further prevent me from dealing with how to go on living and growing and teach my little kids that the real secret is knowing that the only true way to survive is to let go of those hate ties that bind. Beware the false motives of others and be careful of those who pretend to be lovers and you never suppose it's those who are closest to you, to you. They say all the right things to gain their position. And they use your kindness as their ammunition to shoot you down in the name of ambition. They do forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Hi, that was I, wrote that, awesome. I wrote that after uh I wrote that actually to say at the funeral of my little brother who was killed. Mm. Um mm. 
Yeah, I saw the emotion in you, you know, as you were performing it. Yeah, just mm-hmm. learning how to let go. Mm-hmm. Over 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I wrote that. It's mm-hmm. been over 20 years that my little brother has been gone now, forever mm-hmm. still in our hearts. Rest Definitely. in power, Jerry. Definitely. Thank you, yeah. Dave. Thank yeah, you, Dave. That's an amazing way to end this. Thank you so much for everything that you do, for having the um, just the wherewithal to, to to recognize these things, these voids, and to uh, you know to to want to fill them and help people. You know, and that's uh, such a beautiful thing. You're a superhero. I love every time you come on here. You know, I do our conversations. I always enjoy our conversations. I appreciate you more than I can say. Yeah, Thank definitely. You, Dave. I definitely. You too. Appreciate you all, Live Livecast. You all are so awesome. The work that you're continuing to do is necessary. Yeah. And yeah. I thank you for it. I do. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, And thank you all for watching another episode of Neighbors Live. On behalf of myself, Super Dave, my feminine energy who couldn't be with us today, and our illustrious guest, the incomparable Yvonne. Thank you all for watching. Have a great day and a great week. Take care of yourselves and each other. Oh, check us out this evening at 7 o'clock. We'll be back on with a special episode featuring Jason. So, uh, yeah, y'all have a good one and peace.